0: Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining me. My name is Ashley. I am a flight attendant with a major airline here in the United States, and I also am privileged to be the wife of a wonderful student pilot and the mother to four darling, well, interesting children. My daughter's away at university, and then we have three boys still at home with us. So that is who I am. This podcast was born of a 30-day Facebook challenge that I did on my personal Facebook page. What started off as a completely shapeless, formless thought of just sharing my daily snippets into my life quickly gained momentum as a platform that I didn't even know I wanted to step onto, where I talk a lot about the law of attraction, about manifesting, motivating others, creating my own community of Transparency and authenticity, and just really working to empower others. And so, like I said, what started off as a 30 day challenge quickly morphed into what you're looking at, which is Morning Moats with me. So, here we go. I love that you're joining me for this journey. Let's head on in. Hey, guys. How are you? this is my third time recording this. I don't usually do that. Usually you get what you get. That's it. It's my my verbal vomit. You just get that. And then I edit some stuff on the back of it and call it a vid. But uh, yeah, this is the third time I've recorded this. But it's been good and healthy and cleansing. And hopefully this third time is the charm. So what I have learned in the past two recordings is that I spent 15 minutes boring the hell out of you, really honestly. So I'm not going to do that this time. We are going to jump into what I actually believe is the story today and is the message that I want to send to you today. And the way I'm going to do that is we are going to talk about the baby, also known as the golden child, golden boy, sunshine, and spoiled ass little boy. Let's talk about him, Golden Boy's the baby. Um, so last week, and I think I've talked about this maybe on Instagram or po- I don't think I talked about it on the last podcast because we weren't doing it yet. But I think I talked about it on Instagram. You guys, we are not a family that goes to the doctor. We're really not. We are very good about going to the dentist every six months, but the only time we're going to the doctor is probably if there is a bone sticking out of your body or you are bleeding profusely. So we just don't, um, for the most part. And in the past couple of weeks with everything that's been going on globally, we have been a little bit more careful about that. And we have (laughs) spent, it seems like a lot of time in the doctor. So That being said, Golden Boy uh, ended up with some very similar uh, symptoms as my Tiki did with his pneumonia, and my husband took him in last week, last Monday, and the doctor swabbed him for strep because he actually showed um, when he when he shows strep he shows it a little bit differently than most people, like he gets belly sick, like nauseous, like he actually throws up and then he gets a really bad headache. And so when my husband was explaining what was going on, that was what he was saying. And I was like, oh, make sure and have him tested for strep because that's how he usually presents strep. So they, they test him for that and they tested him for the flu last week and he came up negative for both of those items last week. But the doctor said at the time, the pediatrician called and said, "Well, and I think he said before my husband left, he's got some sort of a viral upper respiratory infection." But you know, as with anything viral, right, you just you just have to let it run its course. There's not really a lot that you can do with it. So, Sean was doing that, letting it run its course. It's been a week now since we took him, which means at least 10 days since he's really been having these issues go on. And we decided over the weekend, yeah, it's probably smart for us to take him back to the doctor because he's not getting any better. And his symptoms are showing even more and more like his older brother who is just finishing pneumonia, which we talked about. He had pneumonia on the cruise. So, um, we made the appointment. We got him in yesterday. I was able to go yesterday as well because I was home. And uh, keep in mind, this, this doctor, this pediatrician is our pediatrician. We have a long-standing relationship with him. He knows us. We know him, this, that, and the other. And as we're in the office and he's going through his processes to kind of narrow things down and He's checking his lungs, you know, and listening to them and they sound terrible and he's going to have him x-rayed for pneumonia, but he starts and you can see him grapple with what he wants to say, but he also does not want to, um, instill panic. And so he grapples with what he's saying and he's very careful about the way he says it. But the bottom line is, is that he determines that he would, he'd like to, he's curious, he would like to have. Golden boy tested for the coronavirus. So I know right now you're probably just did the huge gasp, right? Me too, kind of. So, what you have to know about myself and my husband, as is obvious, we don't go to the doctor that often, is that. Um, We really believe that, I mean, you just can't worry about this kind of stuff, right? And in the life that my little family leads, we are in 50,000 different Petri dishes, okay? Because we've got the dish of school with the three boys. We have the dish of me being a flight attendant. We have the dish of us flying out of the country, of us being on a cruise ship, of me flying out of a country into a hotspot. So all of these things come into play. And the bottom line is, is that, uh, you know, for us, our own opinion, I know you may not agree with this, but our own opinion is that this is just another strain of flu. And, you know, it is what it is. We're, um, We're, we're not immunocompromised. We're not, we're healthy people. We're not old. So if we get it, you know, it's, it's gonna hit and it will hit hard, but it's not life or death really. So it's not anything to be worried about. So I say all that to say that when the pediatrician said this to us, it wasn't a huge like gasp. Oh my God this is the most terrible thing I've ever heard in my life. I can't believe this is happening. It wasn't any of that. It was just like, you know what? With really, we're really curious too because Sean and I had both in our own ways, in our own um, solo going through all this and thinking through and processing in our own solo ways. I think both of us had come to this conclusion that gosh, you know what? I wonder if, because his signs are very symptomatic, like upper respiratory. And I'll be honest with you, I haven't done a lot of research on what the symptoms are, basically, because I don't want to know. It's like when you look at WebMD, and now all of a sudden you have cancer and you're dying. And really, all you did was cut your finger. So (laughs) I don't know the symptoms of the coronavirus other than just kind of the upper respiratory stuff. So um, when the doctor was going through and saying some of the symptoms that golden boy has, and that those are symptoms of Corona it was like, Oh, well, okay. That makes sense to us. And we determined together as a team that we would go through the process to figure out how to, you know, he referred us to get the swab. How do we do that? Where do we need to go? Et cetera. He then took the x-ray showed us the boy's lungs and the gnarliest gnarliest pneumonia he said it was just like gnarly um he definitely knew that there was pneumonia when he was listening to him he knew on one side in one lung it was but then on the other lung it was he had some pretty good pneumonia in there too so he prescribed the things that you prescribe for pneumonia right And sent us on our way, told us that they would call us back to figure out how to get the swabbing done. Well, we get a call back. We're told that we need to call the University of Utah. I call them. And you guys, this is where the story really, where I feel like it should start. If you were half-heartedly listening up to this point, I want you to really listen to this point. I called and I spoke to the triage. And I'm answering the questions as I need. She gets me over to a nurse. The nurse is asking me more questions, trying to gather information on Golden Boy, on the patient. I'm telling her what she's asking. I'm answering those questions. And at the end of this, she says to me, while I absolutely 100% agree that something is up with your son, We are not going to test him because he is not immunocompromised, he does not live with an immunocompromised person, and he has not come into contact with someone that is, has tested positive for coronavirus. And this right here, my friends, this is where I lost it. I lost it because I felt completely helpless, completely powerless to the situation. And I've told you everything up to this point. I don't care. And, you know, if you have it, you don't have it, whatever the case is. What's frustrating for me is that globally, we have shut down everything on a global scale to be cautious But we're not getting smart about our caution. And then when you have someone like him who is, has kind of jumped through these certain hoops to get to that point and has had other doctors say, yes, I want to have him tested and then is turned away for testing. How can I be a responsible citizen of the world and go into a self-quarantine when I need to versus those that go into self-quarantine when they don't need to, if that makes sense. So you just put everybody on this high alert. You're making everybody, you're just scaring everybody. And the bottom line is, is that I don't it it's not making sense to me this this is just not making sense to me any of this so i have spent the last 24 or 48 hours really 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 swimming in my powerlessness and it has been a very yucky dirty, heavy swim. I don't know how else to explain that to you. And I have been just screaming and crying out at all of the ways that I feel powerless right now, you guys. I feel powerless when it comes to my kiddos' homeschool. Things weren't being understood there And they were really had just kind of been um, slipped between the cracks because it was not being understood by my husband or, you know, there was just not there was miscommunication with the school and the teachers and my husband and the kids. So I feel powerless there. I feel powerless in the fact that I can't conduct even close to what I would consider my normal everyday life. I can't go to the gym, which is so, so important to me. I can't run to Target and just goof off and walk around. I can't, you know, there's just, there's so many things that we, not just I, but we cannot do right now. We cannot conduct our life um, as we have, as we've grown accustomed to conducting it. Now, where I have to be thankful is I am thankful that I still have a job to go to. That A, gets me out of the house, (laughs) because God knows I need that, and B, just that, that I have a job that pays me money still, because I know a lot of people um, are not as fortunate as I am right now, and so I am thankful for that, but I have spent a good part of this past couple of weeks, but especially really culminating in the last 24 hours and really soaking in how powerless I feel and how it has put this heavy heavy burden on my light and that is probably why I have not up to this point why I have not made another podcast because I I don't know what I would say honestly I don't know what light I could give you I don't know Up to this point, I don't really know where my good vibes are to give to you. And this afternoon, what I'm realizing is that I just need to give give in. Just give up, give in. There's a couple of quotes that kind of came to me um, through all of this. One is by Muji which I don't know a lot about Muti, but I'm learning, and he's kind of a yogi. There's a lot of yogi or yogic quotes that he does, but one of them is step into the fire of self-discovery. This fire won't burn you. It will only burn what you are not, and so I have spent a lot of time this morning, this afternoon, in self-discovery, discovering why I'm feeling like this. It's not, because right now I could tell you that this afternoon, I was not a great person to be around. And everybody just kind of stayed away. And I was fighting with myself. I was fighting with uh, my husband, even though he wasn't even present for us to be fighting. I was just fighting with him in my head. You know how that goes. I was fighting with the kids, same thing in my head. I was fighting with everything. And so I have to take that step back and look into myself. And really what it boiled down to for me is I need to surrender my need to control. That's it. I need to let go of my control. So like Gabby Bernstein says, so that I can allow the universe to do her thing. If I'm constantly trying to control it, I am getting in my own way, I'm getting in the universe's way, and the universe, like any of us, wants to go along the path of least resistance, and I am resisting. And finally, Dr. the late, great Dr. Dyer says, by surrendering, by surrendering you create an energy field of receptivity for the solution to appear. I had to surrender this afternoon to the fact that the work that needs to be done is all within myself, that I can't change the circumstances that we're in right now. I can't change my husband. I can't change my kids. I can't change the medical personnel that won't test my son I can't change any of those things, but I can surrender my need for control. And by doing that, I can allow life to happen for me instead of feeling like it's happening to me. So that's kind of what I have for you guys today is really just taking that time When you're in the thick of it, when there is something that is going on in your life that you just, it is keeping you up at night, it is making you angry and you feel helpless and you feel powerless, that is the time not to tighten your grip, but to loosen it. Let it go. Surrender it. Surrender it to the higher power that you identify with, whether that's God, spirit, source. Surrender it. Let that go because the only way it can start working itself out and working through is um, when it's not being choked, if that makes sense. So that's all I've got for you guys today. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. Thank you for being my silent therapists because that's kind of what you are. Um, And I hope that it meant something to you, that you got something out of what I had to say today. We'll talk to you next time. I love you. Bye-bye.